Welcome back, Somerville, to the Somerville Advice Givers Podcast. I'm your host, Yaden Smith, and today I'm really happy that I'm really happy about this guest we have on the show. Her name is Kelly Sturman, and Kelly, I first met at Rotary Function and heard part of her story and absolutely fell in love with it. Amazing stuff that she's planning to do, that she's already doing. So, very glad that you're here with us, Kelly. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. So, Kelly, some background that you sent me. Uh, I don't want to steal any of your thunder in this story that you sent me with, you know, where you came from and how you got to be where you are. But uh, I know that you are working as, uh, you're working as a nurse now? You're studying as a nurse. I'm studying as a nurse, yes. Studying to be a nurse. At which, at at Trident? Trident Tech. Trident Tech in the nurses program there. And uh, I know you're going to talk about your upcoming trip, but also talk about just the story that how you got to be where you wanted to, like where you want to serve other people. Okay. You know, the story that you sent me. So with no more ado, (laughs) Kelly, go ahead, jump right in. Um, Well, I'm from Charleston locally. I grew up in Goose Creek. I went to Stratford High School. Um, But before that, I fell in love with medicine and humans, basically, just how phenomenal they are. Um, my father was diagnosed with colon cancer when uh, he was 30, and he was given mm, basically... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really young. I mean, it's, it's extremely young. And how old were you, Kelly? I was eight, I think, if I'm doing the math right. It, it was... Oh, my goodness. Maybe, maybe five. I think I might have been five. Wow. Um. But I was really young, and I didn't really understand a whole lot of it until further, you know, progressively in his disease. Um, They gave him six months um, as prognosis, and he looked right at him and said, no, I'm not done yet. Um, And he lived for another nine years. So, yeah, yeah, it was, he was incredible. Um, Just watching him go through what he went through and, and seeing the human's will to just fight and just keep going. Um, it absolutely made me fall in love with medicine and everything about it. Um, the volunteers that took care of him are kind of what pushed me into doing what I do, which is volunteering my time and just spending time with people and, you know, seeing what it is that I can do to help them. I see where currently as part of that, um, service that you're passionate about, you're on the student nurses at the executive board, correct? At Trident Tech, right? Mm-hmm. Tell tell us a little bit more about that. You know what what is that about? Um, the Student Nurses Association is a national association, so it's I mean it's not just here in South Carolina; it's all over. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, what we do our our idea is to get out into the community and serve the community. Um, whether it's you know a heart clinic, you know to give in, people information about how to keep themselves healthy. Um, whether it's working with underprivileged children, um, I mean, there's just a variety of things that we do. So the board at Trident is assimilated to, um, you know, facilitate all those things to get the nursing students involved in outreach. Can you remember one specific event from when your from the time when your father was diagnosed? Is there one moment that stands out, kind of above the others, where it's like these folks? are angels in disguise. The volunteers yeah, the, that were the working with them? Yeah, the volunteers who were helping y'all through that 
the diagnosis and just life after that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my father was not a believer. Okay. Um, you know, as far as I could, as, as far back as I knew him, he, he didn't have a faith system. Right. And there was a particular nurse that would sit with him every day, regardless of if he was tired or if he was grumpy. Cause I mean, you can be pretty miserable mm-hmm. and you, you can know, be pretty miserable just with, just without a sickness. <laughs> yes, you can exactly. Be grumpy for in a regular day. Exactly. And, um, I don't remember her name. Unfortunately, I wish I did, but she was a hospice nurse and she would come in and she would just sit with him and listen to him, his anger, his frustration, his tears, everything. And every time she would ask him, is it okay if I pray with you? And she did. Now I'm going to get kind of choked up. Um, two months before he passed away, she, um, she led him to, you know, accept Christ and to see that wow. in my father. I know I get goosebumps every time I talk about it. To see that in my father, to see somebody who was so willing to just devote herself and just be there, just be a presence for him totally changed probably you know the rest of just his love. eternity yeah just being there love unqualified absolutely yeah period yeah wow that is powerful it really is yeah so she made me want to be a nurse she made me want to change people's lives so she was she was huge she impacted me she impacted you know my brothers my mom everybody so she was she was she was an angel if you're listening out there, thank you. Yes, thank, thank you, you for your for your for <laughs> impacting lives that you probably don't even know that you're impacting. And I, I'd say it's the same thing, really. No matter in what industry or vocation you you are. Well, actually, this this is a perfect jumping point into talk about um, what you're what I heard you talk about at Rotary. Okay. With what you have going on in May. Right. Right. right? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm super excited. Share share this with us. (laughs) So every year, Trident pairs with um, One World Health, which is a nonprofit organization based out of Charleston. And when you say Trident, you mean Trident Tech. Trident Tech. Yes, I I should specify there's the hospital. Um, But no, Trident Tech pairs with One World Health. um, And like I said, they're a nonprofit organization. They're based out of Charleston. And they take 12 students um, to different clinics in either Nicaragua or Uganda. And this year I was selected to be one of those lucky 12 students to go to Nicaragua. And um, One World Health's idea is that they want to reach the underprivileged in these countries. Um, They're maintaining self-sustaining clinics. Um, They build them. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. They build them and then, you know, make sure that once One World Health leaves, that the people that are there can run them and right. and they can have access to quality health care. They're not vacant until the next team shows up. No, no. They make sure that they're, they're run a hundred percent by the people in that village. Um, so their, their whole idea is that you shouldn't not have quality health care just based on where you live and right. based on, you know, your socioeconomic status. Based on the birth lottery. Exactly. The birth lottery. <laughs> So, so I'm really excited. I get the opportunity to go to Nicaragua, which is going to be first time I've ever even left the country, um, and and to be able to help these people. Now, when you say clinic, mm-hmm. what sort of medical services are routinely provided 
by one of these clinics. So in Nicaragua. That probably we just take for granted. Yeah, absolutely. And that we can just go get something from just the drugstore without even seeing the doctor, probably. Mm -hmm. Tell us more about the clinics and what they do on a day-to-day basis. So what they do is, um, you know, they advertise that they're going to be opening their doors. um, And then people will line up, I mean, hundreds of people. And, you know, they, they sit there for, you know, 14, 15, sometimes 16 hours a day just waiting to see a provider. Um, They could come in with anything, you know, like a common cold. Sometimes we see pneumonia. Um, There's, you know, prenatal care, antenatal care, um, optometry, dentistry. Um, You know, all those services are provided. Vaccines are huge there because these children don't have access to vaccines at all. Um, and, And so, you know, that's one of the biggest things that I'm looking forward to is helping them with all the things that we see on a daily basis and Mm -hmm. take for granted. So really the the full gamut. Exactly. Yeah. Now what what about surgeries? Is there any possibility for surgeries to take place in these clinics? They can do um, small procedures, but if they needed a major surgery, they would um, have to be sent to a bigger hospital. Okay. Um, These are in Nicaragua, particularly, these are more clinic based than they are hospital based in Nicaragua or I'm sorry, in Uganda, they have, full service teams. They have surgeons, they have, um, OBs, they have, you know, the whole, the whole nine. And Nicaragua, which is where you're going, Mm -hmm. clinic based. How long will you be in Nicaragua? I will be there for nine days. And how many teams over the course of a year go from Trident or One World Health, Mm -hmm. which I assume is larger than just Trident? Oh yeah, it's huge. So how many One World Health teams will visit Nicaragua over the course of a year? I want to say between four and five, if I remember looking at their schedule okay. correctly. Um, Trident only goes once. Right. Um, but they go either, it's either quarterly or even more. All right. Um, and they take people from Charleston. Some people come from outside of Charleston. Um, they take students from MUSC. Um, they take students from, you know, other facilities in within the local Charleston area, but mostly, you know, as far as students are concerned, they're either coming from Trident or MUSC, and they're also taking the professionals, you know, from the area as well. Right. Mm-hmm. So they have a professional team that shows up once a quarter for mm-hmm. nine nine days, right? And they also have in country staff, right, working at the clinic. You know, I guess every, maybe not every day, mm-hmm. but just they're they're open, right? They're not just shut down in between team visits, exactly. That's incredible. That's really good stuff. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. I'm really excited to be a part of it. Okay, so not only in Nicaragua are you going to be making an impact, but you make impact here locally. Can you touch briefly on you know, one of the areas that you're involved with here in the Somerville area where you know, people need to know about this? Well, um. A lot of, like I said, what I do volunteer-wise is, right. is coming from the SNA. Um, and SNA is the Student Nurses Association? The Student Nurses Association, okay. right. Um, we go out to underprivileged elementary schools, and um, every year we do a coat drive, and we distribute those. Last year, well... Yeah, I guess it was only a few months ago. We that was distribute- a big deal this past winter. It was huge. It was huge. Although I guess it's February. <laughs> Technically, it's still winter according to the lunar calendar, but it's Somerville. We all know that's, that you know it's 80 degrees today. It's 80 degrees today, but the Farmer's Almanac says it's going <laughs> to snow again in February. <laughs> so I'm hoping that these coats are going to make a, you know, a, a really big impact on these children. But we distributed over 150 coats 
to children in the TRICARE Lane area. So, so that was, that was pretty big. Um, you know, these kids are freezing. Some of them, unfortunately are homeless. Mm -hmm. They're homeless and they go to school every day and that's the only time that they get a meal and that's the only time that they're really warm. So. Cause there's heat at the school. Right. Exactly. And if you don't have money for housing, mm. of course, you're not going to have money for a coat. Right. That you only need maybe four weeks, like four actual weeks, 28 days out of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you. All right. So as an expert in your field, mm -hmm. and your field is whatever you say it is. Okay. <laughs> But, you know, as, as an expert in your fields, I know you're a mom of three. Yes. A couple teenagers, teenage boys. Yes. Right? So, you know, definitely expert level there. Mm -hmm. Going to nursing school, teenage boys, going to Nicaragua. What are five pieces of advice that you could give the average person to improve their life? I don't, I'm, I'm not really an expert in nursing yet. Um, <laughs> so... Um, the one thing that I would say that I have learned in school is, um, is actually something that was touched on during the rotary meeting. Listen to your body. If something yeah. hurts, if you're tired, if, you know, if something is out of the norm for you, your body's trying to tell you something for a reason and don't ignore it because that's usually where people end up in trouble. So, um, you know, pain is our best indicator that something's wrong. So we definitely need to listen to our bodies more. Um, that's excellent. Yeah, and, and I wasn't the one that said that, but it was really, you know, it, it's it's absolutely true. And it's truth is truth. It is, it is, and um, and I agree with that 100%. Excellent. So listen to your body. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, the second thing, I guess, would have to deal with parenting and service. Um, your children are the next generation, and... You know, the, the best thing that we can do as parents is teach them, lead by example. Um, I'm hoping that everything that I'm doing right now, everything that my kids are seeing is something that they're going to take into their future and continue to make a huge impact on, you know, the local area as well as internationally, because we need our future right. to be like this. You know, we, we need it to make a difference. What do your, what do your kids think of your trip to Nicaragua? They're, what's their what's their reaction? <laughs> I don't really think that they can wrap their minds around it because they've never <laughs> seen anything outside of the United States. Mm -hmm. They're excited for me. Um, at first, they kind of wondered why I would want to go somewhere like that. Why are you gonna what? Exactly, exactly. Um, I think that the most impact is going to be made when I come back, right? And I have pictures, and they can see everything that that happened there. I'm glad you said that because we I know we talked about this you know, in the past couple of weeks, but we are, we do want to have you back when you get back so we can get a report on how your trip to Nicaragua went. Absolutely. So listeners, uh, you know, mark your calendar. We will have Kelly back on the show once she's back from Nicaragua. It'll probably be a couple of weeks from now, but mm -hmm. she's coming back so we can get the full report. Yeah. And I'm excited about that too. I'm excited to share it. So teach children by example. That's so true. Yeah. Yep. Enough said right there. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I guess to piggyback on that, parenting, um, particularly with everything that is going on in our country right now, pay attention to your children. Mm. Um, you know, be there, listen, just just be a presence because you never really know. 
you you never really know unless they're willing to be open with you and they can't do that unless they trust you yeah so so yeah i think that's huge just be a presence in your kid's life you got that right yeah you got that right anything else um, it doesn't have to be five. <laughs> it does not have to be five. I think, um, yeah, the, the very last thing for me being an adult student, um, you know, I'm, I'm no spring chicken compared to some of the people that are sitting next to me in class. The biggest thing that I can say. Well, just, uh, how, how old are the students? Um, would you say the majority of them are straight out of high school? Oh goodness! Maybe maybe a few, <laughs> maybe one or two years. Yeah, the, they're they're in their early twenties. We um, love y'all. I don't want y'all to take this the wrong way. We love early twenties. We do, and and they're going to be great nurses too. Y'all y'all are going to be great. You're way ahead of where we were when we were in our twenties. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, always keep learning. Always keep your keep your brain sharp. Don't be afraid to take a risk. It was terrifying to go back to school at my age, particularly with mm. three children. Um, you know, it, it was a leap of faith, but it's been the best thing that I've ever done. Fantastic. Yeah. So in summary, listen to your body. Your body's telling you things for a reason. Pain yes. is a signal that something's not right. Teach your children by example. Yes. Pay attention to your children mm-hmm. and never stop learning. Yes. That is good stuff all the way around. Thank you. All right, Trey, Alex, and Jace, I just want to let y'all know your mom is pretty awesome. So y'all are very fortunate to have someone with such a huge heart and such a passion for people and uh, a love, just love for people. Oh, thank y'all you. are very blessed. <laughs> now we're going to move into what we call the final four. All right. Four last questions. Uh with maybe a bonus round at the end. Mm. But final four, question number one. When work is over and it's time to play, what do you do for fun? Wow. <laughs> work is never really over when you're a nursing student. It's a 24... <laughs> a yes, it's a 24-7 <laughs> job. But if I do get a few minutes to myself, um, I love reading. I really, really do. And if I can pick up something that just piques my interest, you know, some something that, you know, keeps my brain going for a little while, I... W- I yeah, probably probably reading. I'm not really a big TV person. I do love music, so either of those are great during the summer. It is the answer is 110 percent. Go to the beach. Go to the beach during the <laughs> summer, which you know, as y'all know, is six months of the year here. Right. <laughs> you got six months of beach time. Right. Exactly. What book are you in the middle of? What, what during this interview? Like, what are you what are you reading now? Um, I'm I'm gonna be honest. Right now, it's textbooks. Textbooks. <laughs> I haven't read. You're a nursing student. Yes. Got got a hundred pages of textbooks. You got to read every week, week after week. Yes, yes. Um, but if I get a chance to pick something up that is not a textbook, it's so nerdy. But I really love reading the American Journal of Nursing, just to find out what else they. I mean, everything's changing go. constantly, constantly, and I need to keep up. So good for you. That's excellent. Yeah. All right. Final four. Question number two. In the next twelve months, what are you most excited about? Oh, wow. Um, well, definitely going to Nicaragua. Going to Nicaragua. That's huge. Awesome. And um, I'll be graduating in December. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Degree number one. That's fantastic. <laughs> you got Nicaragua in May, mm-hmm. graduating in December. Right. The year is already packed. Yeah, it's huge. Huge year. Final four. Question number three. What is a parting piece of advice that you'd like to share with the audience? 
Well, I mean, I there were there were definitely the four, mm-hmm. you know, that I that I said before. Um, to top off to that, I mean, you guys are already doing something great for yourselves. You're listening to this, um, you're keeping your brain going. Um, but get involved for sure. Get involved. Don't I mean, get out there in your community and see what there is to to offer other people. Um, you know, just just challenge yourself. Get involved. I love that. Yeah. Get involved. All right. Question number four. Final four. Question number four. If, if somebody wants to, well, what's the best way for the audience to get in touch with you? I know that, okay, she is probably not going to push this, but Kelly is fundraising for this trip. Yeah. And listeners, if you're out there, if you have ever fundraised for a mission trip, you know what that's like. <laughs> it, is, it is difficult, but we're going to put all the links in the show notes. If this has resonated with you, I strongly encourage you to... Send ten dollars to Kelly. Send twenty dollars. Send five dollars. There really is no such thing as something too small because, if nothing else, it's encouraging that people want to support it. Yes. More than anything else. Yeah. So, how can people get in touch with you? Just w- email. They can email me, yeah. um, Kelly Sturman at gmail dot com. First Easy. name, last name. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, it's, it's all going to be spelled out in the notes. They'll just be able to click and done. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So Kelly Sturman, and, and I know you don't have to give out the website for your blog and, and all those things because I looked at them. They're pretty complicated. They are. Yeah, they're really long. <laughs> They'll just be in the show. Just, just click on them. It'll mm-hmm. link directly to it. Mm-hmm. But if you're listening out there, you know, please, I encourage you. This is phenomenal work that's going on right here in Somerville to impact around the world. Take advantage and support support someone. Get involved, just like she said. Get involved. Yeah, thank you. They can also reach out on Facebook. Um, Facebook, she's on Facebook. I have a public profile. She's on the interwebs. Yes, I am on the interwebs. And, you know, um, I'm going to be documenting everything that I have going on from here on out. It's a really good way to follow my story. So follow the story on Facebook. Great. We'll put all the social media things also in the show notes. Great. Thank okay, you. so bonus ground. All right. Bonus round. <laughs> um. And actually, I heard this on a podcast I was listening to the other day. The um, uh, I don't know if you've heard of Jen Hatmaker, but she has this podcast. I love it. I listen to it. My wife listens to it. And I heard her ask this question like, this is so good. What is keeping you alive right now? What are you holding up? Like, what is your lifeline with everything that you have going on? Mom of three, nursing student, um, getting ready to go on a trip. What are you holding on to? Like, if I didn't have this... Mm-hmm. I would be going absolutely crazy out of my mind. Definitely my children. I mean, if I did not have them backing me 100%, if I didn't have them watching Mm -hmm. every move that I made, it would have been easy for me to give up a long time ago because it's it's hard. It's hard to keep all these hats in the air. But um, on top of that, uh, my dad, I'm going to circle back to my dad again because he's he's really, he's a huge influence. Um, He was battling stage four cancer, going through chemo, going through radiation. And he got his associate's degree during it. So if he can do that, I can do it. You know, I mean, he never really ended up doing anything with it. He passed away a few months after he graduated. But he did it because he could. And if he can do it, I can do it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So following your hero Mm -hmm. and being the hero to others, as, as a parent, you're your kid's hero. I hope Bottom so. Bottom line. <laughs> yeah. You know, that I, I really believe that they give us, children give parents the opportunity to be a hero. Well, Kelly, thank you so much again 
for you know stepping out to serve, to give back, to inspire others. Thank you for being here with us on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been great. I look forward to having you back after you get back from Nicaragua so we can hear the, the report and how it went. I'm excited. In the meantime, we'll, we'll see you next time.